What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. It's your host, Brie Goodfellow. And in this episode, I had the honor of sitting down with Canton member Liz Walden. In this episode, it really goes out to all you moms out there. All right, this episode in particular, we really talk about the mom perspective. Liz came in and she wanted something for her. Not for her kids, not for her partner, but hers. Q wrong side and she went on a mission to start changing her mental strength to then change her physical strength it's a beautiful story so sit back have a listen let's get into it hello liz hi how are you today i'm great did you do today's workout i did do today's workout i went this morning at 5 15 oh you're a 5 15er i totally am a 5 15er <sighs> girl of my own heart i tried to do like afternoon classes and it's just so hot. I it's cannot really do it. It's really hot. And I'm the person that will find every excuse as the day goes on to not go. Me too. <laughs> like if it's been a stressful day at work, I'm like, mm, maybe I'll just not go. I should just rest. Yeah. It's like, should you? Feels like a rest day. <laughs> 100%. But I think once you get in that routine for going in the morning, it, mm. it gets easier. Like after about a month of waking up at 4.30, because I yeah. only live like seven minutes from the Canton location. Oh, yeah. So I literally jump out of bed, throw my hair up, brush my teeth, and... Do you sleep in your clothes? I don't. Some people do that. It's too hot. I can't do it. (laughs) Some people sleep in their gym clothes because they just know, like, they just have to get up and go to the car. Yeah. I'm not not that person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I know you listen to our podcast all the time. I do. You know a question's coming. Yep. All right, now I'm going to have to switch it on you because I'm not going to ask you what you ate for (gasps) breakfast. Unless you really want to share. Fine. I have my answer ready. You have your, you, did you change your breakfast for this question? <laughs> I didn't. Okay, what do you eat for breakfast? I eat, um, so this morning I had like a bagel sandwich. So I do the Ooh. Dave's Everything Bagel. Oh, so, so good. Oh. Um, and I'll do like a couple of slices of like deli ham. Mm. And then I'll fry up an egg put it on top oh. of that and then a piece of cheese and it's like a bagel sandwich oh it's delicious. <laughs> it is so good and i usually do like blueberries or something oh. on the side just like a quarter cup of blueberries I or something i love it oh man yeah. i miss dave's killer bagels so much i used to do a lot of um overnight oat, oats uh-huh but I kind of got sick of it because I was doing it every day. Yeah, and so yeah, I was yeah. like, I gotta switch it up. So we went with love it. breakfast bagels. I love it. Have you ever had their boom and berry ones? I haven't, no. Oh, Liz. Is it good? It's special. Sometimes they don't even have them at the store when we we yeah, have a, like a girl that does our personal shopping. Mm. I don't know, we're bougie like that. I but, love it. <laughs> um, she'll sometimes they'll be out and then we'll have to get the plain Dave's bagels. Ugh. And they're not as good as the everything no. ones, but I haven't tried that one boom and berry needs to be on your list okay i'll try (laughs) those were special wait what's your personal shopper's name (laughs) her name's april shout out to april (laughs) (laughs) she's amazing like um she she was like an instacarter person Uh. and then she decided to just kind of go out on her own and she'll be on like cherokee connect like trying to get new business and stuff and she's like a single mom of five kids and that's how we found her we found her on Cherokee Connect and we were like let's try this girl out and she's awesome like if me and my husband are both on calls because we both work from home she'll like come in and like put our cold stuff away if you know she sees that we can't like leave 
Whoa. She's amazing. You're going to get some people after this episode airs. April, be ready. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's going to want April's name. Oh, she's amazing. That's so cool. And she's a CrossFitter. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So she she sees what you eat too, and she's like, oh, you're my people. Yeah. We we talk all the time. Like, what was your workout today? Oh, here's Mm. my workout today. Yeah. Love it. That's so cool. She does like the Holly Springs CrossFit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She's Um, So how long have you been at Strong Side, Liz? Oof. So I started in October of last year. That was, I did my okay. seven day free trial Ooh. in October. So not even a whole year. Wow. It feels like you've been a part of the community for a long time. And I only say that because I see you on Facebook and everything else. I try to be active and like, you know, be a part of the community. And I think the important thing and the thing that really drew me into Strong Side was the community aspect of it and Mm. it just everyone's so nice and like coaches know you by name and when Mm. you come in the door they're like hey Liz you know it's just it's the most welcoming community Mm. of a gym that I've ever been a part of oh wow so have you been a part of some other ones before like or is this like brand new to fitness hello seven day pass um I did so a few years back me and um my husband did Orange Theory for mm-hmm. a while, and we we liked it. I, we really did. It's yeah. a great business. I really enjoyed myself. Coaches were amazing too. Um, but I think the thing that I liked the most about it was the thing that we did the least of, and that was the strength portion of it. Oh yeah. So because it was like you know you have your running block, and then you have your rowing block, and then you sure. have your strength, and strength was always kind of like the afterthought of. Mm of the program I guess yeah um and not all days but like most days were like more about running and rowing which are you know I hate running (laughs) I do like rowing rowing yeah I'm I'm better at rowing than I am running but um I really enjoyed the strength portion so Mm. I think that's what I appreciated I wanted to go somewhere um when I was sort of researching places to join uh that were a little more strength Mm. based and then you and found a something bit of called cardio. strong side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Okay. Um, so you came in in October. You just went and Googled. Like, what, what pushed you to start looking for a gym? So I actually had, you know, we went through the whole COVID period. Mm-hmm. Work was extremely stressful. Um, I, I work for a oxygen concentrator concentrator manufacturer oh wow so during covid our sales were like through the roof roof. like we couldn't make things fast enough and then if somebody in the plant got covid then we were shut down for however long they had to quarantine for and all that wow um so we would have whole production lines down Mm. and then we're behind even more and um so things got really really stressful we were also implementing um new software Mm. and that was sort of my project okay that was very stressful yeah um and it was just kind of a culmination of all the things and i would just sort of at the end of the day be a zombie yeah like i wasn't participating in my family and I was just kind of losing myself in my phone because mm. I had talked to people all day. I had done the things all day. And I'm, I was I was tired. Yeah, you were peopled out. I man. was peopled out. I was thinged out. I was thinged just, out. <laughs> I just wanted to like 
crawl in a hole. Yeah. And when you have a partner and you have kids, you can't really go crawl in a hole. How many kids do you have? Three. Oh, okay. So I, I have, we're a blended family. Mm. Um, so I have two from, from a previous marriage and okay. he has one from a previous marriage. Okay. Um, so three together. Um, okay. We don't have any like between the two of us got it together we decided not to go down that road three's enough (laughs) three's good three's great (laughs) okay um okay so you said you it started from covid like how'd we how'd we get to googling to get to strong side like where yeah so my husband kind of noticed that i had been in a funk Mm. um and not really participating in the family and um, just kind of going through the most motions of the day, and I he he knows me better than anybody else, and sometimes even better than I know myself. They, they do that. I know. <laughs> and you're like, dang it, I love you for it, but Why dang you it, know me so well. <laughs> um, and he was like, I really think that you you probably need to go talk to somebody. Hmm. And I was like, is am I that bad? And he was like, I think we're. He's like, you're not that bad, but I think you're at the point where you probably need to like talk to someone and and figure out how you can get back to happy let's do it before it gets bad yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly um and I think he just missed me you know um and I think I was missing myself too I just wasn't really being honest about where I was mentally during that time that's the really hard one when you miss yourself yeah I, I I I don't know if everyone's ever anyone or everyone has felt that but like I know I have and when you miss like yourself and you know who you could be, that's where it hurts the most. It does. Yeah. Well, and I think the transition from working in an office and being mm. around your people all the time yeah. to working from home, that was a really difficult, I mean, I love it now. I don't think I would go back, <laughs> but um, it was a very tough transition to like not really, I mean, other than through a Zoom, not really like interact all yeah. day. So then, you know, you kind of, invert yourself into this bubble of yourself and mm-hmm. then you're you kind of just get used to not talking to people anymore yeah. and it's it can sort of gradually go down this slippery slope of becoming more introverted than really you were before we're such social creatures mm-hmm. you know and um it just doesn't make sense to separate us we don't do well like we have more connection now on social media and on zoom and everything mm-hmm. else but at the same time, like rates of like depression and suicide are going up higher now than ever. Absolutely. You know? So, and I think that's the reason that I kind of sought out some therapy. Mm. Um, so I started going to therapy and just kind of saying, you know, here's how I'm feeling. And, you know, I don't know really what, what to do about it. Yeah. So, you know, we did... Y- you know, all the therapy things, the worksheets and the figuring out where yeah. you feel like, you know, things could improve and what are the thing you know how to get there they and that's the thing that I really love about therapy it's not like they're telling you like okay based on this you need to go do this this and this mm-hmm. it's not like that it's almost it's almost like a reintroduction to yourself mm. and really like opening yourself up and being honest with yourself that's the hardest part. If really a lot of people is. don't do therapy. <laughs> I think so too, because it, it can be, I guess, triggering in a way. Mm. Um, but for me, it was really helpful. And I, I 
do think that it is important to find a therapist that like you click with totally um and if you don't there's no shame in finding someone else yeah but luckily i didn't have to go through that um my lady was amazing and i do credit her for kind of showing showing me that i know the answers i just have to kind of rethink how to get to the solution Mm. so yeah but you have all the answers you just have to be honest with yourself and really like do the work do the mental work oh man and it's 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 repetitions like Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like around the idea of like mindfulness. It's like when, you know, I always say I'm terrible at yoga, right? Because like, or people say I can't shut my mind off, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's because I try, I'm like present and then my mind goes away and then I have to bring it back. And that is hard work. It's literally mm-hmm. like doing a bicep curl over and over again. It's resistance to bring my brain back to center. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, yeah. and I, I commend you. I, hey, shout out to my therapist. Her name's Suzette. I love her. Like, I still talk to her all the time. Had her since COVID. That's I think awesome. we all got a bunch of people. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people did. Um, and it's no different than, you know, when you have a doctor that you really love. Yeah. It's no different. Like, I, you know? Well, I think, like, the the one question that really got me into looking for a gym, mm-hmm. um, she asked me, like the hardest question you could ever ask somebody, when was the last time that you were happy? Oh. And I was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, I have to think. I was like, I'm going to have to think about it and get back to you. And she was mm. like, that's perfectly fine. Um, so I came back the next week and I was like, I got it. I was like, the last time I really felt happy is when I was consistently moving my body mm. daily, like mm. going probably orange theory but even like before um being active as a kid uh I was pretty heavy into sports all through middle and high school what'd you play I was a cheerleader okay but I also swam yeah um and I was on swim team for I don't know maybe two of those years um but I was also very active because my dad was in the military and in sixth grade we moved to Hawaii whoa so there's always like hiking and going Mm. to the beach and like there's just so many opportunities to be active um and then growing up in such a outdoorsy place yeah um, you know, me and my friends were always going around different places and going to the beach. And you're in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So I stayed there until I graduated high school. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was very active, whether it was sports or just mm. going tooling around with my friends on the island. Yeah. So. Okay. So you told her, all right, when I was consistently moving my body and then what'd she tell you to do? She was like, well, um, do you, She's like, I know that it feels like it would be adding one more thing Mm. to your plate. (laughs) Um, And at the time, I was also going to school. Oh, my word. So I was working full-time business uh, technology. Wow. So I was working full-time. I was going to school. I don't go to school anymore. (laughs) I didn't graduate. I just... I had to take something off my plate eventually, mm. um, and that was the thing that I had to take off. Wow. Um, and that was a decision actually after, or no, it was right before I joined the strong side. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, she was like, all right, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. 
um, and you need to go, if, if it's a gym that you want to check out, then you need to research them and then let me know like next week, you know, which wow. ones you went to go visit. Wow. And I was like, oh man, now I actually have to go and do this. Well, she said, you did tell her you were a student, so she, she will do the homework. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm a real follower. If somebody yeah. tells me to go do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you found your way. Well, and the funny thing is, is like, I'd kind of been creeping on the strong side, like Facebook for, (laughs) we had a stalker, a month or so. And I was like, oh, this place looks cool. I mean, maybe I'll give it a try. And then when she gave me the homework assignment, I was like, oh man, now I got to go like really do it. So I went home and I looked at Jason. I was like, I need your help. Mm. And he was like, yeah, anything. And I was like, I need you to go check out a gym with me because I don't want to go alone. Yeah. Jason's your husband. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, And he was like, yep, I'll totally go with you. Wow. Um, And we went on a Saturday. Okay. And Brindley was out there yelling at people running. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. Brindles. (laughs) I was like, what have I gotten myself into? You're like, I already hate running. (laughs) And now this lady's yelling at people. (laughs) Listen. I don't know if this is going to be a good fit, but <laughs> I'm willing to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Brinley was like, Brin- can I just say, Brinley is like the sweetest angel that God ever plucked out of heaven and put on earth. I know. She is just <laughs> the sweetest. I know. I, I am grateful every single day to have that girl in my life. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. And uh, so she hooked me up with the seven-day pass deal and... I came in and did my seven days. I did, I think I did all seven days. Yeah, see if you're really committed. I think I did like, um, at the time, I think I did five days in a row. I didn't do like all seven days. Man, how sore were you? I was really sore. Really sore. It was, it Mm. was difficult. Yeah. First week But I liked it. Yeah. And I've been hooked ever since. I was like, this is, this is who I am now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember what your first workout was? I don't. I'd have to look back. I yeah. think I don't. Do you, I was probably in a daze at that point. <laughs> What's oh. happening? Did your husband go with you all those days? No. Oh, okay. Because one of the things that we had talked about is like he's very like active in his. Um, he does like cornhole on Monday nights, and he has all these cool. like extracurricular things. Mm-hmm. He's got like his little bourbon club that they cool. hang out. And I'm like, I don't have anything. Yeah. And so he was like, Well, this is gonna be your thing. And I was like, Okay. Um, so it's my thing, and he can't have it. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Jason. Go do your cornhole. We're gonna stay the wrong side. I was cool. like, You can have the Peloton. Yeah. Wow. I love that though. You you needed your thing. Yeah. And just yours alone. I like. I love how y'all have that relationship to be able to say, this is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Was that hard? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, because I think he wanted it for me just as much as I wanted something for myself. Yeah. So he wanted me to really be a part of something and mm. be active in something and yeah. be me again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was a, you know selfish wish on his part but Mm. I think he just you know was like if this is the thing that's gonna make you happy Mm. um and bring you back to me then this this is your thing wow yeah that's beautiful yeah um okay so you decided to join and then so what was your expectation what were your goals walking into it like you're here obviously we know you needed your thing yeah did you have any specific goals in your head um I think I mean, obviously, I think it's 
anyone who's really working out has the goal of like, oh, I want to lose weight and get strong and yeah. all that stuff. But I, th- I think the thing that's most important to me when I'm working out is setting myself up mentally for the rest of the day to have a positive outlook on the day. Mm. Because I mean, even if, even if I did work out at the end of the day, I feel like I would have that sort of built up aggression from the day, Mm. like of the stress of the day Mm -hmm. um, and feel like my workout wouldn't feel the same. I feel like, I feel Mm. like doing it in the morning sort of sets me up so that I don't get as stressed out or I don't get as frazzled, I guess, during the day. And it sort Mm. of just puts me in a better mindset to like really take things as they come, even when they're stressful. Yeah. So that I don't feel like a zombie at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, just movement and exercise in general is nature's antidepressant. Yes. It really is. I mean, like in studies have shown over and over again, how like exercise is more effective than, um, antidepressants over and over and over again. And I've been on like anxiety meds. I actually stopped taking them the beginning of this year because I decided I was on a lot of medication actually. Oh wow. Um, I had went probably like two years ago to like one of those medical weight loss Mm -hmm. things and they put me on like three different things. They had me on like Fentermine and Metformin and like, oh wow. Um, there was something else and I can't remember. Were you pre-diabetic? Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I just, I know a, a few of my clients who are on metformin or they are diabetic or close to it's, it, pre-diabetic. That's what it's used for, sure. but also it's used to carry excess sugar out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how you would, I guess, use it for weight loss. And mm-hmm. I decided at the beginning of the year, I don't want these things in my body anymore. Mm. Um, and I... I got off of um, all of those things that they had me on um, because they weren't really even working. Mm. The only thing they were doing was suppressing my appetite and then like I wouldn't feel good in my workouts. I was like, I need fuel. Oh yeah. Like I need to be able to eat and then move well. Yeah, yeah, wow. So I, and then I, at that point I felt like I had sort of the stress and anxiety under control mm. that I felt like I could come off. So when I talked to my doctor, I was like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking this anymore. And mm. she's like, all right, well you need to wean off. So I did. Okay, good. Um, and then I'm glad you can just throw it out the window cause that could go really bad. And then I, um, I got off birth control too. That's a big one. I know. And I've been oh. on it for such a long time. So, I mean, why my youngest is so 12, big. so. Wow. Yeah. 12 years old? Yeah, my Snap, youngest is. girl. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, I was on mine for about, I think, not eight years maybe. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what am I like off of this thing? Because I know I'm anxious. <laughs> That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, it, it changes. Now, it's not to condemn all birth control. It works for a lot of people. It just didn't right. work for me. It obviously didn't work for you either. Yeah, I'm just, I was just over, I was just over it. I was over having all these things in my body that were like kind of Mm. just kind of tricking it Mm. into one thing or another or feeling one way or another. And I was like, I just want to be naturally me. And, And maybe it'll take me a little bit longer to drop weight. Um, 
But since that's really not my biggest focus anyway, mm. I'm okay with that. So what would you say was your biggest focus then? The, the mental, um, having that mental clarity every day. Mm. Um, you know, getting my workout in and then being set up well for, and you know, that, that endorphin rush, man. That There's like, nothing like it. It's the best. Well, because you have to earn it too, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the thing. And same reason why everyone's doing the 48 challenge right now. Yep. Doing 40 classes in eight weeks. And you get a free t-shirt because, look, listen, I made that shirt last year and this year. I don't have a single one. Like, <laughs> like I, didn't, I didn't do it last. I didn't get all 40 classes last year. I made the shirt and I don't have one because I didn't earn it. Like, I, you yeah. got to earn that endorphin rush. I overslept yesterday. Um, mm. I did not hear I, either my alarm didn't go off or I didn't hear it. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I woke up and it was light outside and I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> my class. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. No, um, that, that's fantastic. So, and that's a hard thing to kind of look at the priorities because obviously with us being a gym, you know, we hear all the time people come in like, I need to lose weight. That's the number one thing we hear all the time. Um, and when you start talking to people more often, you know, I just, right before this podcast, um, I got to sit down with all of our nutrition coaches and we were doing like this role play thing. They love me for it right now, trust me. And, um, but uh, the first thing we said through all of like our role playing was like the clients coming in and says, I want to lose weight. And then the, you know, the whole idea is like to press into that. Like, cause that's a fine goal, but like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, cause what happened and then they say, I want to weigh this amount. Okay, why? I think people equate weight loss with being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I know I've probably said it too, like, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But really, I just want to feel better. I just want to yeah. be healthy. Yeah. I just want to... And if weight loss comes with, you know, as a benefit of all of that, fantastic. And it will. <laughs> and it will if <laughs> yeah. you're doing the right things. Right. Absolutely. Um, And that's it. Because there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's just like, again, with what you said, even with going to therapy, like being honest with yourself about why. Mm -hmm. You know, I've um, had people say, like, I want to weigh at this number, I'll be happy. Like when I weigh this amount. And I it doesn't work that way. Well, why? And they're like, what do you mean? (laughs) Well, and I, that's so crazy to me because I remember when I was tiny in high school and I was a a little thicker than everyone else just because I had a lot more muscle mass mm-hmm. than you know every a lot of my friends and I'd be like oh my thighs are so big like I mm. can't stand it and it was it's not that my thighs were big I just had more muscle mass than they you did. You were very strong. <laughs> I was a very athletic person and yeah. it showed yeah. and I, I wish that you know when when I was in high school it was very much the like playboy aesthetic Mm. and like you know long blonde hair and super skinny and like high heels and I wish we would have had like CrossFit back in that day or Mm. even like even like functional fitness like people in the media yeah or even having like socials to like follow these people who are strong and show Mm. that like strong is beautiful Mm -hmm. um I really wish I would have grown up with that aesthetic and I'm I think the kids these days are pretty lucky that they get to see that being strong is actually beautiful it's so and not just being skinny yeah yeah well and and that this idea of 
you know, and this has been talked about over and over again, you know, what skinny actually means. Does it mean healthy? No, we all, you know, it doesn't. Like, and it's not, it's not about like getting to this place of like this body's right and this body's wrong. But like when you just look at like what you're capable of and how you feel, like when those become your focuses, because there's those things aren't the sexy media grabbers. No one wants to really like talk about like, oh, like just feel great. And then everyone's like, okay, but how will I look? Because we live in such an image based place. Absolutely. and it's it's tough. It's a really tough balance because like the image thing will come along. It's no you can lo- like be okay with. I want to look better in the mirror. Okay, great. But let's make sure you feel great first, because then that will come along with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, you. You can't get there if you don't get there mentally. Like you're not gonna get there physically. Mm. You got you got to start with the men like mentally first. But I think it was really hard. Um, for me to go from being, you know, very athletic and thin when I was younger mm-hmm. to being a more heavy person later in life. And I didn't um, put on weight until my pregnancies. Mm. Um, and I actually was on bed rest for six months wow. of my second pregnancy. Um, my first pregnancy I actually lost. So I was oh. halfway through, I was like 22 weeks and I don't know, five days. Oh my God. And, um, I ended up losing that one. Oh, I'm sorry. So it's okay. But, but yeah, you being such an active person and then being like on bed rest, totally different lifestyle. Yeah. So when, after I lost my first one, I was considered high risk. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had to go to not only my regular OB every two weeks, but the, the weeks in between, I had to go see a specialist Wow! in Atlanta. Um, and it was kind of a double-edged sword cause you know, had to drive a mm. lot, but also, um, I got to see my baby every other week. So mm. it was fun. Um, but one of the times I went, I was, I think between like two and three months and, um, she the girl was doing a little ultrasound thing and we had literally watched my cervix open up and then close again what and she goes uh-oh oh and i was like did you did, did you just say oh you're not supposed to say that <laughs> and then she was like um i'm gonna go grab the doctor really quick so then i'm laying there because i'm terrified because i've i've already lost oh my, my first God. baby and now like i know something's wrong because she's going to get the doctor oh um, so I ended up having what they call incompetent cervix. Whoa. And it's where your cervix doesn't stay closed, um, throughout your pregnancy. And that can sort of come with like risk of infection or, mm. you know, n- not being able to carry. Um, mm. so the first, I guess, line of defense was bed rest. Um, if that didn't work, I would have had to, they would have actually had to like stitch up my cervix <gasps> to like keep them up there. <laughs> Way. Yeah. So I was like, let's try the bed rest. <laughs> <laughs> Option A. Option A. Let's do that. <laughs> my word. I'm laughing because I'm just like so uncomfortable. It like, was, I cannot even imagine. It was a time. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yeah, uh, I laid in bed for literally six months. Mm. Um, and watched a lot of daytime TV. Okay. And ate. (laughs) 
Yeah, what else are you supposed to do? You get bored. Yeah. There's only so much Dr. Phil that you can like handle in a day. <laughs> Look, you, now you are a therapist, right? Now you can diagnose everyone's problems. Right? <laughs> You've watched all like, of Dr. Listen, Phil. Listen, you just need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my word. Um, so that came with its, so I guess, sort of own set of issues. Um, so obviously I gained. Yeah. Um, and I, if, if, okay, so I haven't had a child yet. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of our members are moms, obviously. Yep. And I think it's a really interesting topic that's not talked about enough is what, you know, those changes of your body when you are carrying a child, mm-hmm. but then you are not, you are gaining weight. And especially when you're in your scenario, like you're told not to move and you can only eat and you're already in a high risk place. Like the relationship with your body must have been really strange. I mean, it felt like it wasn't mine anymore. Like I felt like Mm -hmm. I wasn't really in control because Mm -hmm. I had to listen to what somebody was telling me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it almost like was a disconnect. Um, And that was hard. Um, But also going back to my first pregnancy, it was was such like a mind F. Sorry, I'm not going to cuss. No, it's okay. (laughs) When you go from you know, being pregnant and then all of a sudden the next day you're not, but you still kind of look like you are. Wow. Um, and I actually, when I went back to work, uh, I worked in retail and I had like regular customers and I, you know, one of my regular customers came up to me and like kind of put his hand on my belly and was like, how's the little guy doing? And I just like lost it. I, I had to like run in the back and, and then somebody told him and he was like, I am so sorry. Oh. And I was like, I, it's, it's not your fault. Like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Mm. So, but that was extremely hard to go through, but also like the seeing yourself look the same, mm. but it's not the same. Mm. So, yeah. And like, so like your, the brain body connection is just so off mm-hmm. like something severed there. Yeah, and then going into the next pregnancy, and now I have to be in bed all the time because somebody mm-hmm. told me to. Um, mm-hmm. And and now my body doesn't look anything like what it was before. Yeah. So, um, and then and then eighteen months later, I had another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so after your third baby, then like, so what? You, you know, I know we're talking a lot about the mental mindset around this and now you're at strong side. So if you were to compare like that time to where you're at, like right now, currently, because now you're not even a year yet in, right? So how many months is that? It's July. I can't count. What is that? Like nine months, 10? Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Can you compare your mindset from when you had your third and final baby to when you joined strong side to today? What does that look like? Um, it's night and day. Wow. Um, but I also felt, I also felt like your partner makes a very big difference mm-hmm. in that. And when I was um, in my first marriage and having babies, I not to like bash my ex-husband because he's a good person. Um, I just didn't feel the level of support that I have now. Mm. Um, so th- it was very tough because I very much felt like a single mom, mm. um, even though I was married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was tough at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel like uh, it's hard to explain. Um, Jason supports me in ways that ways that I didn't even think I needed support. And mm. honestly, like I could not be in a better relationship and we're actually not married. Um, we, we've been engaged, we've been together 11 years and engaged <laughs> for nine. Okay. <laughs> um, and we'll probably like perpetually be engaged. Yeah. I don't, we don't have like a, we've always said like, we're not going to get married. Mm. Um, and I, I think that going through a divorce, it made marriage feel transactional. Mm. Uh, and I didn't really like that feeling. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't like having to go ask somebody if I could like be divorced. That's, that was okay. weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like anti-marriage, but right. like, I think for me, it doesn't take a piece of paper to say that you're supposed to love and support somebody. Right. Um, and if, if I want to be there, it's because I'm there willingly. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to be there, it's because he's there willingly. Mm. Um, but I did want a commitment. So I was like, uh, we have to be engaged if I'm going to move in. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, yeah, I think people need to do what works for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think people people get it wrong sometimes because he'll he'll tell people oh yeah you know me and my fiance and they'll be like oh how long have you been together 11 years well you haven't married her yet and he's like it's not because i don't want to i do love her i am committed listen (laughs) this is both of our decisions and we're in it together yeah yeah absolutely um so in going to where you're at now um you know we talked a little bit before the podcast but you were talking about like physical strength and mental strength and the correlation there. Cause you were just, we were just talking about a place where your mental and physical state were severed, right? Like it wasn't mm-hmm. the same. Would you say that, you know, relationship of mind and body is becoming more connected now? I feel like it's getting closer, but it's not really there because, mm-hmm. um, so I have some circulation issues left over from being on bed rest for so long wow so like my brain is like yeah you can do more but my body's like no you can't (laughs) (laughs) hold up (laughs) like let's just take this slow so it's Mm. starting to kind of come together and I do feel like um specifically weightlifting and you know lifting with load and things like that are starting to sort of rebuild those circulation connections Mm. in my legs yeah um so the mental part of like yes you can do this and your body part of okay yes we can do this is starting to like the gap is starting to close beautiful so that's good that's awesome yeah but it 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 does still still feel a little bit disconnected when i'm like you can do more and my body's like "Mm -mm, no no (laughs) well and do you graciously listen um (laughs) i try to yeah but sometimes i do push more than maybe I should Mm. um but I think the thing that I'm the weakest at is running Mm. and I'm trying to get better at that so anytime there is the option to run so like if it's a row but or you could run Mm. I was like okay well I'll run I love that you pick that yeah (laughs) that's awesome because I mean that's I love when I hear people say like I'm really bad at this so I'm gonna go do it yeah that's awesome. Now, I'm nowhere near the point where I'm, like, signing up for 5Ks or anything. But, like, <laughs> I plan to run tomorrow for the uh, miles in a... 
Oh, Mailstorm. Mailstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's so, going to be a good It's going to be a slow mile, but it's I'm going to do it. I don't even... It's, it's a lot. What even is in all that? It's, um, it's the one-mile run, or you can row, I think, 2,000 meters, and then AMRAP of different exercises I after that. I love it. Yeah, I know we just posted that, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so in 24 minutes, you have to run a mile or 2,000 row. 2,000 meter row into an AMRAP time remaining of five pull-ups, 10 dumbbell floor press, 15 dumbbell goblet squats. Ooh, that's a big thunder. 20 single dumbbell Turkish sit-ups. I love those. Yeah. Have you have you done I Turkish, Turkish sit-ups? Sit ah, love it's my them. favorite. It's my favorite sit-up of all the sit-ups. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's so many sit-ups. I just that's my feel favorite. like it makes me feel strong. I love it. Yeah. It isn't that what we all want just to feel strong all the time. It's about what we're capable of. Yeah 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 i think like every time i'm able to like up my weight on something mm. i think that's what i've liked about this like windler cycle mm. because i've been able to kind of like inch my way up yeah um and that feels good when you you know have a pr oh like, yeah i did it you know it i couldn't i couldn't even pick that up yes last week and this week i'm doing it yeah for those who don't know um the wendler cycle is um a strength cycle that we've been doing this summer in our summer of strength at strong side and we had a, a few movements in june and we have a few movements in july that we work on in particular where we go through a series of reps each week in that movement to get you stronger basically to hit towards a stronger one rep max or three rep max whatever it may be mm -hmm. so what where have you seen the most um progress in your movements or in your athleticism now since you've been at strong side oh man when i first started i couldn't even do a push-up like a real one mm. um and i i can do i can do a real push-up now not very many in a row but hey that's awesome but i will do it instead of doing them on my knees i'll do it off of a box that way yeah i'm doing like elevated push-ups love just it to kind of build that core strength mm -hmm. um because i do feel like the knee push-ups are too easy at this oh point. yeah so, um, and then I've been able to, did you start with knee pushups and then you went to the elevated? Yes. See, I love, I love a good progression. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I, I couldn't hardly do a burpee. Mm. Um, I had to do it from the rower, like the edge of the rower, you go down, kick your legs out and then yeah. come back up. Yeah. Um, and now I go all the way to the ground, all the way back up. That's fantastic. Oh, that is so cool. After about 10, I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to keep doing it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Pull-ups, I'm still working with the bands, but uh, before I would have to kind of like double wrap, mm. like take it across and wrap it again. Yeah. And now I don't have to do that anymore. Awesome. Um, I can get my chin over the bar just with the two green bands and hopefully I'll be able to drop down to like a green and a blue yeah. soon. And I'm just gonna kinda keep working my way down the bands till I don't need them anymore. I love it. But I can't wait for the, the first time that I actually do my own unassisted pull up. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I know oh. I'll get there one day. See, it's another thing. Like it's just something that you have to earn. And the one pull up is a big one for a lot of ladies. Mm -hmm. um, I think like for a lot of men too, but like I think because ladies grow up with so little upper body strength for so yeah. long, like no one tells us to go and do push-ups and pull-ups when we're growing up. They right. say do squats and crunches. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about booty and abs when you're growing yep. up as a lady. Um, 
And so that that's a big one. I love how you're again on your progression to get there. And you obviously see the road. You're like, okay, I have to drop from a green bl- two green bands to a green and a blue. Like you see it paved. Yep. Man, shout out to your coaches. Right. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> It's so fun because Brindley obviously is the ray of sunshine. Mm. Um, and then Zach is so silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll just like bust out in a dance in the middle of like me doing a back squat and I just can't even keep it together sometimes. Yes. <laughs> oh, the two of them. The two I know. of them. And then the two of them together are just crazy. Chaos. Yes. The, the best kind over at Canton. That's, That's the right. best. Um, so there's been something that's going around that I wanted to ask you because I know you're a mom, yep. and obviously, and we've talked about this. But um, <laughs> but prior to this, I was thinking about it, and you know, oftentimes we hear a lot of moms say like, "I have to find the time to come in," like, or "I don't have the time mm-hmm. to go to the gym," um, and it always, and I'm not a mom, so it's hard to me to say like, "Well, can't you like? I need you to be the priority. Like, you mm-hmm. like have to take care of everyone else." But I think that when you become a mom, you almost get conditioned into this mentality of it's not about me anymore. That's what I hear every single time. Yeah. Can you can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So um, it's it's like your kids are an extension of you mm-hmm. and you want all the best things to go to them. So whether that's your time, you know, getting them into sports, like making sure that their happiness is sort of put before your own and and it's not like you even really consciously do it it's because you want to do it mm. you know you want your kids to be happy and healthy and feel loved and you know appreciated and sometimes that doesn't always you know mirror back to yourself sometimes you don't always feel loved and appreciated mm-hmm. and put first and things like that but um i think that making the time for yourself is very important and something that I've learned because I I guess the way that my therapist put it to me was like you can't pour from an empty cup Mm. and yes this is one more thing that you're adding to your day but if it's the thing that fills your tank Mm. then it's only going to make things better Mm -hmm. so I kind of looked at it that way like this is what fills me up so that I can still give and love on my kids, you know, in in the way that they deserve to. Can you describe how going to class at Strongside like fills fills your cup? A lot of people would be like, oh, it empties my cup like after class. (laughs) I mean, it kind of feels that way because you you do feel- You work really hard, yes. Defeated at the end of it. Like, man, that was hard. But I think the, I I guess like the serotonin levels Mm. getting that like up high it just feels like you went and you accomplished something and now you can take like you've already done the hard things for the day Mm. so now you can go and everything else is easy yeah so it just I think it just really fill it really fills your cup so that Mm. you can pour into others for the rest of the day and whether yeah. that's work, whether that's your kids, whether that's your partner, mm. um, it, it just puts you in a better mood. Yeah. I mean, and look at like how much progress you've made in less than a year. I mean, it, it's really amazing. And because it's, you've, 
been so consistent. I know you like you said you're a five fifteen person. If you miss mm-hmm. it, it sounds like you still show up later in the day, like at the noon class or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did the other day. That's when I saw you. Yeah, that's when I saw you. At the and noon the class. funny thing is, is like I went through that whole like, nah, I'll just use it as a rest day, mm-hmm. and then my day got kind of stressful, and I was like, no, I need to, I need to go. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'm getting better at really recognizing that like when I don't go, um, it it affects me. Mm. So it's better for me to just get up and do it. Yeah. Um, and keep going and keep showing up and 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 do it for myself. Mm. So that way I can be the me that I want to be for yeah. the rest of the day. Because either choice is hard, right? Like you go to class, it's going to be hard. Yep. Like you're going to do hard things. But also you, you now know like if I don't go, it's going to be hard yeah. in a different way. It is you have to pick it because I feel I feel more sluggish throughout my day if yeah. I haven't gone and worked out um I just feel like I'm not set up for success if I haven't gone in the morning and, mm. and gotten my workout done wow so I like to I like to set myself up for success every morning love it yeah me too hey I'm preaching to the choir I'm a morning person through and through they barely know me in the afternoon classes <laughs> like I show up and they're like are you allowed to be here? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a morning person because I don't actually wake up until after the warm up. But <laughs> <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> um, Liz, where do you now? Where do you see yourself going with all of this? Um, I haven't really thought about that too much. I'm just really enjoying the ride. Mm. So, I mean, I don't really have any like huge goals or. Um, I think my biggest goal is just to show up for myself every day and just yeah. keep doing that. I and that. I think, I think with that comes s- some goals and rewards along the way. Mm-hmm. I just really haven't identified them. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, eventually I'd like to be able to obviously do a pull up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to run a mile without feeling like I'm dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just small things like that. Just, just to continually be better than the day, you know, the day before. I think yeah. is really the biggest goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that physical strength obviously along comes the mental strength. Yep. And you've built so much it sounds like. I mean you've been through a lot. Yeah. It's it's been a tough road. And it's been a tough road mentally going from where you feel sort of out of control and n- not um I guess optimal (laughs) Mm. to getting to a point where you actually feel like, okay, I can do this today. And not Mm. only am I going to do it, I'm going to do it well. Yes. Yeah. It's going to crush it. Yeah. I love it. It's going to keep crushing And I know you're fueling well. I've seen some of your food Mm -hmm. that you post too. And of course, I know Brindley's got some influence in there somewhere, but. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, when I started doing um, nutrition coaching with Brindley, it really sort of opened my eyes to I was not feeling properly before. Mm. Um, I, w- I wasn't having the good macro split. Mm. Um, and we didn't really start with that. We started with the small things. And I think that was really important. And I'm sure that's probably something that you teach as the, you know, nutrition, head of nutrition <laughs> is just to kind of like start small, like yeah. tweak, tweak something the first month. Mm-hmm. And then the second month, maybe tweak something else. And then like the third month, yeah, tweak something else. And um, that's sort of what we did, and that works. Because you, you really get in that habit. Um, so if it's drinking water, well, you get in that habit, and you mm-hmm. stay in that habit, and then you crave water. Yes. And then, or you, you can tell, 
I guess. Maybe not crave it, but like you can tell when you haven't had enough. For oh the day. yeah. You're like, oof, I need to, I need to get on that. Um, and then, and then the same thing with protein. So like when I don't hit my protein, I feel it. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I just feel, I feel very snacky, mm. um, later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, being able to sort of hit that consistently for a month and then build that habit, mm. um, you you do feel a difference when you don't do it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I know it. It's it's, it's crazy, but I, I love that you've started there. You are such a beautiful example of what it means to truly change your life from the inside out a lot of people start outside and try and make and go in like where they do the outside easy thing i don't want to say easy things the things that are like sexy on social media like they go straight to calories and macros Mm -hmm. and they'll just go run a million miles on the treadmill when they get right back into the gym um they'll just do some bicep curls and they're like why is it anything changing and it's like because they started at the wrong place in the journey right you know like you can't just skip to chapter 12 you have to start at chapter one exactly and that's a really hard conversation to have with yourself um you know to where you really are in your chapters mm-hmm. like you may not be at one but you're probably not at 20 yet you're maybe at five you yeah, know yeah and i i think it's difficult um for some people in like a group setting because somebody's you know chapter 18 and yes you're on chapter one still mm-hmm. and you're seeing all these people do all these you know things that you know you can't do yet Mm. and you it's easy to get discouraged yeah but I think keeping that mindset of like just be better than you were yesterday Mm -hmm. you're eventually going to get there yeah you just got to put in the work Mm -hmm. especially since those people all had chapter ones too exactly every single person and you have no idea where they started they could have been worse off than than you you don't know yeah all you have to do is come listen to the podcast and we'll tell you about their chapter one (laughs) absolutely i am such a fan i know you are i'm so happy you are um that's amazing liz do you have any advice for people who are maybe now just getting started in their earlier chapters well that's a good question um i think the biggest thing is just stay consistent Mm. um and it's so hard to fall off um, but it's, it's even harder to fall off and then feel, it's very easy to fall off and feel disappointed in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, consistency is very hard. Yeah. It's very hard work, um, to get up at four thirty in the morning and be happy that I'm <laughs> awake. <laughs> That's a hard thing, but I, I credit the people that are in my um, my class with me because mm-hmm. they're so, just some of the greatest people ever. Um, they what make it so fun. Great. Yeah, they make it fun. Just rooting for each other um, every time. I mean, we all kind of know like what we what each other like lifts and everything. And when we see somebody just like crushing it, we're like, mm. yeah, yeah. And so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's it's again we're social creatures we need community and just mm-hmm. to see someone else succeed can feel so good it does too. like you and you're a part of that and you like you're all a part of like the same thing like everyone gets to show up and win yep and that's it exactly like you're not in competition with any, anyone there no you're just there cheering each other on and it's it's a beautiful thing because i feel like a lot of gyms maybe lack that mm. um and we're very much a gym that supports each other 
yeah um in anything whether whether you're at the same level or not Mm -hmm. so we just want people to leave and just know that they can go believe in themselves that they can't do hard things Yep. And that's it. Like, yeah, because, like, we don't do burpees any differently. Like, we say that all the time. Like, other gyms do burpees and they do deadlifts, you know. Yep. But um, we just want you to walk away, like, believing in yourself. Yeah. And it sounds like you're on your way to do that, too. So. Absolutely. So we've done our job. Liv, Yay. thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, your perspective is so valuable, and I really appreciate you sharing what you did. Because yeah. um, we, we have a, a very diverse community, but things you spoke about today I think so many people can relate to so I really appreciate it yeah I think it's easy to kind of fall into a hole especially you know this day and age Mm. and you just kind of as Dr. Phil would say pick yourself up by your bootstraps (laughs) (laughs) and uh stay consistent and get it done we're gonna end right there (laughs) y'all thank you so much for listening if you're still listening we appreciate you so so much if you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star review and hitting follow on wherever you're listening from we would so appreciate it um as always keep moving well and fueling well so that you can live well be good to yourself we'll talk to you later 